0: Welcome to Fur
1: What It's Worth. Wait, wait, we're doing this thing? An introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom.
2: I just want you to know that you're all perverts. I don't know what I'm doing here. Did you know
3: this episode was uploaded to your ear holes from an airplane?
4: I'm an innocent fox here.
3: The pilots are, you guessed it, those two fools, Rue and Tugs, who both took the fish. Actually, you
4: guys are streaming live. Oh. Woo! So we are Where? live.
1: So, I want to see
4: you fix this as opposed. And welcome to For What It's Worth. It's Season 5, Episode 14, Through the Looking Glass. The topic today is about online or long-distance relationships.
1: Long distance.
4: Long. Very long Half the distance. furries out there were like, I know something
1: that's long. Oh
4: my gosh. Those, those furries. So, we have some special guests that we will be introducing a little bit later. But? Um, what?
1: I don't know. There's flowers between us, and it's really different. Like, normally I just look at your face, and now we're like, <laughs> there's flowers, and you're not on the other side of the studio. I just
4: need a heart around my head. You know that you accept me for this loving person, and you just, yeah. Jew! This loving Jew. Exactly, so anywho, so Tugs, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, I wrote it down uh, <laughs> because I don't remember. I haven't. Been, I've been up to trying to find my you're, brain.
4: You're kind of crashing a little. No, I'm. Tra- do you need time, I'm time to sleep think? Deprived. I'm do you sleep Do you deprived. want me to talk about myself? No, because I, I love have doing
1: one, that. I have one grand announcement. It's an important announcement, though, which is that they brought Pitch Black back.
4: That's it? I
1: see. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) It's very important. Pitch Black is God.
4: But it's against the Baja Blast. I don't care. Don't you think that people will vote for the Baja Blast?
1: Look, you guys.
4: People go to Taco Bell for that shit. Do
1: me a favor, okay? (laughs) er, Pitch Black has only been on the market twice, okay? And there were good times. There were good times for a lot of us. You can go to Taco Bell whenever you want and get Baja Blast. It's nothing that special. But Pitch Black, they've teased us with it. It's like getting a blowjob and never getting to finish. They just need to let us have it forever. So if you can vote in the democracy for this year, <laughs> go for the Pitch Black because you'll always have your Baja Blast anyway. Tugs. Just you, just you, you'll have to go a little further.
4: Tugs, I yeah, especially yeah, you today. I've never heard you be this explicit before.
1: Yeah. So point? you're
4: you're pushing the point, going a little bit further? I, I see how it is. Well, you know, it's just it's a little first worldy. Yeah. Anything else that you've been up to?
1: Well, once this loads. <laughs> this is a first world problem if you can't go to Taco Bell and get <laughs> Baja serious? Blast. <laughs> it's a We're first back world problem. On
4: this topic.
1: Yes. It's important that you know it's a first world problem. That's all you needed to know. <laughs> so vote for the pitch black.
4: <laughs> is there anything else that you want to say Hyrule in this Warriors democracy? Legends.
1: Hyrule Warrior Legends is fun <laughs> and cookies. And what cookies? What have you been up to?
4: <laughs> you talked about cookies. That's awesome. Well, I didn't want. To say, I love cookies. I did not
1: want to say penis. So anyway. <laughs>
4: Well, I am getting ready to go to Biggest Little Fur Con. Yay!
1: No, 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 no. It's Bullfuck. What? BLFC. That's how you pronounce it. Bullfuck.
4: No. That's terrible. That's a bad pun. Why?
1: I go to fuck in January, and normally I go to Bullfuck this time of year. You know
4: what? You know what? It's my time to shine right now. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, um, yeah. So, I'm going to BLFC. Nice shining. And it's exciting. Yeah. And then I also have a Jungle Fever. I went and saw The Jungle Book, and it was awesome! So I'd highly recommend all you furries to go out and see it.
1: You know, I... I Especially those feral furries. I avoided the trailers for that movie. I don't know why. I know there's probably some deep psychological reason. And so I don't really have an opinion of the movie. Is it good? Is it good?
4: It's good. I I really liked... Spoiler, I'm not going to go too much into it, but I liked how they changed the ending.
1: Oh. So they set it up for a sequel.
5: Mm-hmm
4: i guess they set it up for a sequel yeah so uh
1: what was i gonna say my mind just went it had to do with jungle book but no 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 worries oh um if you had to rate it on my movie rating scale meaning 3d imax premium evening showing all the way to avoid it if it's playing on tv where would you rate it
4: i'd give it a matinee showing
1: a matinee okay good now if you're a feral furry what would you rate it
4: um, a feral furry, I would say go see it as soon as you can. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All right.
1: Fair enough.
3: These only have eight. It's Ruse cookie time.
4: All right. So we have a cookie that was sent in to us by a viewer today. Woo-hoo! I love viewer cookies. They're amazing. And they sent us this little picture, and it says, A ship in the harbor is safe, but it's not why ships are built in bed with a cookie.
1: Who's building ships in bed with cookies?
4: I don't know. Building it's a ship in the like harbor? That's a bad
1: place to have dry duck.
4: So... I don't know how to say your name and I am Enoji. so sorry. Enoji. He,
1: was, he called us last episode. Oh
4: yeah. So he said, Hello Rue, it's Enoji and I wanted to send a picture of a fortune that I thought would be good for the next episode when you were when you asked for suggestions. Um, whenever you actually say it or not, um, it's totally fine. Thanks again. like enter the show back at like the weirdest moment
1: we do i wish you'd put that away that's for later what that oh yeah
4: the flowers you yeah. look so beautiful today tugs
1: <laughs> yeah so we are going to take a trip through the looking glass and that means that we need to define what a looking glass is in this case it's the thing you're not looking at right now it's the computer screen maybe you are looking at the computer screen I'm you're, looking at my phone. Sp- if you're li- if you're listening to us on Google Music on your computer, you are looking at your computer screen. Yes. Yeah, see how I got that in there? Yeah, I yeah, love how I you know. defined it. Yeah. Uh yeah, so online relationships and long distance relationships. Yes. Yes.
4: That is the topic that we are going to be discussing today. Now,
1: we know there's about 5 furries who are in one right now, so we thought it would be relevant to cover for that small small group. <laughs> but we try and cover every <laughs> facet of the fandom thoroughly. This is your turn, you five people.
4: I love your satire. It's amazing.
1: I don't have satires.
4: <laughs> so I want to introduce our guest. We have with us the most amazing Amy. I'm
6: pretty good. How Diving are you?
4: in. <laughs> you kind of disappeared. Even though that right now we are in the same room, you just kind of faded in and out. I don't know what happened. It's okay. that
1: challenge of broadcasting in 4K. Yeah,
6: oh. that, that happens especially at work. So, Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, first off, I'm Canadian. Awesome. And now you, I'm in Utah, so... Do, are you friends that.
1: with Schmirler the Curler? Who? Schmirler the Curler.
6: I've never heard that before.
1: That's two, Phil. Continue.
4: So, one of our viewers actually sent us an email. Actually, I'm lying about it. It's, it's totally me. Um, <laughs> is, is Canadian
6: bacon actually Canadian? Uh well John Candy is
0: no 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 the the food
6: oh that you put on pizzas um most How of the time is John I- Candy Canadian
0: bacon to begin <laughs> there's a, with there's a, movie, there's a great movie called Canadian bacon oh yeah, I th- I,
6: again I thought you were talking about the movie when you're talking about Pitch Black before I was thinking of the Vin Diesel movie
0: we're sorry for the confusion
6: oh shush <laughs> so she's
0: the <a> sassy Canadian
6: <laughs> I I try I think that's why he kept me but. Um, Canadian bacon is sometimes called Canadian bacon and sometimes it's called back bacon. Oh, back bacon. Ew! Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it, it, there's very, I find very little difference between it and like ham.
1: Canadian bacon is ham.
6: Well, yeah, but it's a different kind of ham apparently.
4: So another question, are you a furry?
6: Yes, but I haven't been for that long.
4: Okay, so how do you feel about the furry fandom yeah, yeah, yeah. and all its craziness?
6: Uh, a lot of it is crazy. <laughs> uh, a lot of the people that I've talked to are crazy, but that's not all of them. So
1: What's, what's not that long? You said you've, you haven't been a furry for not that long.
6: Um, Well, I don't know how I would define how long I've been a furry.
1: Well, furries reckon time in terms of conventions or years. Uh, so. well,
6: <laughs> well, I've only been to one convention, Ooh. and that was after... I moved here, I think. It was before. It was before. I say I have a terrible memory.
1: So are we talking like a couple of years?
6: Um, I'd say so, but I think that the interest was always there. I just didn't really know how to define it.
1: Well, you know what that means, right?
6: Yay! We found another <laughs> one!
4: <laughs> so, um, while Tugs is messing around with things over there, um, you know, th- we are running a show, Tux. I'm not messing Please. around with Jack. Uh-huh.
0: Why, why are your hands under are, the table are... and both arms are moving up and down?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so do you collect anything?
6: Uh, yes, <laughs> I collect Funko Pops, actually. Awesome. How many Funko Pops do you think that you own? Um, Well, I don't think. I have an app that tracks how many I have just so you know I don't buy the just same think. one. Again, (laughs) Um, I had last count. I had 223. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. That is a lot. And there's still more coming out that I want. Does that
0: include the one that arrived today?
6: Uh, It doesn't. And two arrived today, actually.
1: So wait, what was the number Uh,
6: again? Well, it was 223 in the app, and I haven't put in the newest ones. So 225? Yeah. Wow. So do you
4: have a room that's fully dedicated to these collections
6: not yet but um i have a lot of them out on a shelf in our guest room and the rest of them are in a box right
4: now that's so awesome i'm so jelly of your collection that's awesome
1: and our other guest is a mountain dog with the b you're a b mountain dog
0: i am bernese mountain dog
1: (laughs) i it's with an m not an n right
0: uh no, it's an n. It's an n. Yeah. Bernese. Bern, like Bern Switzerland. So Bernese.
1: Or burned knees. Yes, that too. Ow. Cool. Well, tell everyone your name.
0: Uh my name's Hobbs.
1: Your social security number?
0: Uh that's 666126666 six, 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 six <laughs> six. star. <laughs> star AQ N4D.
1: <laughs> How long have you been in the fandom?
0: <sighs> longer than probably a lot of your listeners have even been alive. Um,
1: I know, I feel that way all f- the time. I
0: first got into the fandom probably around 93. Um, back then it was mostly through online chat, uh, either through, well, one of them was just a, a nuts chat program, but then there was also SPR, social political ramifications, and early when furry muck first came around. So that's how I first found out about it.
1: So that would put you at 20-something years? Yeah. How many cons, roughly, would you guess you've been to? Six. Uh,
0: ten, maybe. Furry cons, at least. Very nice. So, I haven't been to many in the last couple of years, but...
4: So, how many different personas did you have? That well, time? for
0: my main me, uh, Hobbs, I was a tiger from 93 to 2003, and then through a landmark species reassignment surgery, I became Hobbs, <laughs> the Bernese Mountain Dog. <laughs> I think I wrote about that. I have a few other characters uh, that I use for art or just depending on what my personality feels like at the time as well. But for me, it's it's the burner. So just the two historically.
4: Awesome.
1: So you two so have been married for how long now?
0: Three years and two months.
6: You have a question mark at the end of that sentence. Three years and one
0: month? <laughs> three <laughs> years and one month. That's right. Right? Hey, even you were confused last time we were going, how
6: many years has it been? Well, it was March, for one thing. And, yes,
0: I know.
4: Yeah. So tell us your guys' love story. How yeah. did you meet?
0: Yeah. In a faraway land known as the World of Warcraft.
4: Here, let, should we make this a little bit simpler? Amy, how, <laughs> how did you two lovebirds meet?
6: Um, well, yeah, he's he's right. It, it was through World of Warcraft. Um a mutual friend of ours was doing a raid and I guess yeah, I don't know how there's you a group ben. we
0: raided with called the pantsless who were basically my friends who I'd been raiding with for probably about four years three four years at that point and we started bringing her along because we signed up for the raids on kind of this gigantic group raiding forum um called the leftovers which at the time when it was really active I mean they're running what 60 70 raids a week yeah lots of, of different groups. groups
6: yeah lots of different um you know, from casual to like hardcore, but not not as much hardcore.
0: Yeah. So we were rating Ice Crown um, back in Lich King days.
1: You should probably define what rating is for those who don't know, because there are a, f- a few people.
0: Rating, for the three of you who don't know what World of Warcraft or rating is, is a group of. At that point, I guess it was, what, 25 people or 10 people? Uh,
6: we did 10 men.
0: Yeah, so it was either 10 or 25 people all working together, going through a dungeon online, trying to defeat big, powerful bosses where you have to have that many people all working coordinated on TeamSpeak or uh, Skype. I think we we're using TeamSpeak. And then one day, she made a joke.
6: You're really going to use that joke? Yes. Okay. The love is so
0: palpable right Yeah,
6: now. It, it's really romantic. Ah. Um, my
0: ear has been ripped out.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the violence go starts ahead already. And- Tell them the story, dear.
6: Well, you know, if you're, do- if you're doing these raids, sometimes they go for a couple hours. So it was like an hour or so in. And it was like, okay, we're going to go take a break. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something about, oh, good, I can get back to my porn. <laughs> Some- <laughs> something like that. And And
1: any guy who hears a woman say that is going to be like, hmm?
6: And yeah, he said, over like I said this over TeamSpeak, and then he said over TeamSpeak, marry me.
0: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So that
1: was it? That's like, that was it. Yeah, that was it. And then she moved here a week later. No, I'm kidding.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And now we're done with this episode.
0: (laughs) So that's what got us like started chatting and back and forth and joking around and stuff. And then a couple months after that, um... A MMO game, a massive multiplayer online game, came out called Rift, and we both got into the beta test phase of that. So we basically were spending every single night together online on Skype for about, what, two to three hours a night? At least. Uh, just Skyping back and forth while we beta tested the game, and the, the romance bloomed from there. Oh How did furry come into the picture? Well, the people in the rating group knew I was furry already. And so there was always kind of the sub, the subtext of the humor and jokes about it, and then
6: I was blissfully unaware somehow. She was more or
0: less unaware until I, I came around even how I introduced it to you. But then I actually got the commission for us after we talked about um, developing a first. You persona. showed
6: me your fur affinity profile, remember? Oh, that's right. Before you had to make you had to make some edits because you had used a word incorrectly.
0: <sighs> we don't need to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't go the there. The word was penis. <laughs> The word is my giant schlong. No, I'm kidding. And, oh, I'm sorry, I embarrassed her. Yeah. Anyways, um, so introduced her through that because I think it's just it came up in conversation or something and we were joking around in a raid or maybe in, while we were doing the beta testing. And so, oh, go ahead, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, it just came up through regular conversation. I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, you should check out
6: my character. You were terrified that I was going to run away screaming. You told me that later. Oh well,
0: yeah, it was the best test to see if you were, you were worthy of of continuing the relationship or not. Because if you could accept me for being a furry, I'm worthy. So was, you did the shock <laughs> test. Yeah, basically, it's like, well, if she can handle this, because it is a big part of me. I mean, you know, like I said, I've been in the furry fandom and everything for so long.
4: So how long have the two of you been together? Together, like what? Okay, so what happened after that? Where, what got you to where you're at? today like what steps did you take
6: steps that would go all the way down the great wall of china because immigration is a pain in the butt
4: yes because you you guys are from different states right
0: different countries
6: yeah countries 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 i'm canadian (laughs) remember (laughs) canada is
0: not a state yet it's a hat
6: it is not america's hat
0: no so well after the you know things started getting closer and closer and then the romance started blooming over uh Skype this was back in 2011 and then was it in July of that year I got you to come down for a week
6: I thought it was in winter but it doesn't matter but yeah I, I came here what two or three times and you came to see me two or three times yeah
0: so we we're seeing each other basically once a year we were traveling either up or down kind of trading back and forth on that for a couple of years and then working on the whole immigration thing and at first it thought it'd be easier to immigrate to Canada But then just as we were about to get started, Canada at the time was like a six to eight month immigration turnaround. Mm -hmm. Right around that time, they closed half of their immigration offices. So their immigration time jumped to actually showing longer than what the U.S. immigration time period was, which we sadly found out was a lie later on.
6: Yeah, it would have been about the same either way in the end.
1: I heard a little Canadian accent creeping
0: in there. It's lovely. About (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Do you need a bag?
6: No, I don't need a big. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we did the whole immigration thing. Again, just seeing each other two or three times a year, going back and forth, and uh, got married to make immigration easier for her to come here. And then went Yeah, it was so romantic. A year and a half of hell, getting her here, and then she finally oh, got here. Oh, the we'll, getting here, we'll, not we'll, the we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll gloss over how I asked you to marry me.
6: Yeah. What?
0: No. <laughs> Is it secret? No. Did you get down on your knee? Held Is there ring involved? Nope. Tell them. You, I can tell you're dying too.
6: No, you. You. It's like how you like saying it. You, it's yeah. You should just say it.
0: Oh well, you know this will be a lot easier if we just get married. So let's get married.
6: I thought you. You keep saying this, like so. You want to do this thing?
0: <laughs> was that what it was? I
6: thought that's what you keep saying to other remember. people. I'm
0: old and don't remember things. You're well. not
6: old. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. He's 12 years older than me. <laughs>
3: So
4: our topic today, um, for those of you that have forgotten already, is about (laughs) online relationships and long distance relationships. Are they different? Are they the same thing? So to you guys, what is an online relationship versus a long distance relationship? Is there a difference?
0: To me, I would say there is a difference because online only is strictly that. It's online. It doesn't have the same physical and emotional connections per se, I personally think. When you have the long-distance relationship, that means that people are actually going back and forth and seeing each other and spending time together physically in the same place, which takes any relationship to an entirely new level. I mean, yes, you can have deep and loving relationships online, but until you're actually spending the physical time together, I I just don't think it hits that next level up.
4: So then I'll fire the next question that we asked our audience. Are online relationships real? Relationships.
0: I would say absolutely so.
4: I, I know it's a form of a relationship, but are they actual real relationships? Like romantic ones? Yeah.
6: I think they can be. Um, I think they also cannot be. I think in that you could be as casual or as serious as you want to be.
0: Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And it's just you know it's it's the whole level of commitment is is you know is this oh we're just rping all the time together or yeah or sitting there, there talking about everything yeah is there actually more emotional connection but I mean for people to just completely dismiss online relationships out of hand to me is ridiculous because it's it's real it's just it's not as I guess committed is the term as, as physically meeting and spending time together and, and going from there. Awesome. Um, but yeah.
4: Alright should we go to our first email?
1: Yes. So Ennoji sent us an email and he says hey for what it's worth it's Enoji Kangura the I don't know how to say this Acorn. He's an acorn again an acorn is a wolf with wings in greek mythology i thought it was a nut yeah (laughs) my name is supposed to be in all caps that is because the place i originally became furry showed my name in caps lock so i kept it
6: (laughs) so is he always shouting his name
1: i don't know he didn't when he called us upon hearing you guys going into the topic of long distance relationships i immediately decided to send in my two cents on this topic before I begin, I have something small to tell Rue. It's about you saying an innocent fox in some of your intros in previous
0: episodes.
4: I am innocent.
0: I
1: don't believe that
0: for crap. Good for you. <laughs> I've, I've known Ruchi for years, and...
4: Uh, I've always been He's about innocent. as innocent as
0: Nixon. <sighs> You're as innocent as I am, and if anybody's seen my art, they know I'm not innocent. <laughs> so he says, <laughs> just kidding. But at
4: first, you thought that I was. ha. <laughs> uh, Go ahead.
1: (laughs) He says, just kidding. Anyway, I would like to start off. um, I would like to start off. I would like to start off.
3: I would like to start off. That doesn't even make sense. Is that
1: I was in one major long distance relationship before that to this day. I regret being part of. Now you may ask, how so was it major? Well, to start off, this guy was from Serbia, a small country in Europe, which is now part of Russia, which is insanely far from my hometown in Texas. When we met, he described himself as the most hairy furry in the whole community. Hated furry in the whole community.
6: (laughs) Hairy (laughs) is a little bit different (laughs) than hated.
1: But the way I saw him at first, he seemed like a really nice person. That was until he started to show his more adult side. Nothing illegal took place, but he did ask for things that not only I was confused, but deeply offended. And I mean, extremely offended. He later on went to dump me for saying that I wasn't there for him, even though I had repeatedly said that I had his back and even confronted him or comforted him a few days before, and I was heartbroken. Now, I don't mean to say that every person who someone dates online is like this, but this is an example of why I myself would not recommend taking a long-distance relationship on yourself. It can sometimes get risky, and as a person, you deserve to be with someone physical and close to you and there to huddle and cuddle someone when they need it. That's life to say for now about the topic, but I do have an off topic question. If we ever meet up at a convention or furry meetup, what cookie should I bring? And I apologize if the email was way too long. Signed inochi.
4: No, your length of your email was absolutely perfect, especially the addition of the cookie, and that you can bring oatmeal raisin any day. I love it. I'll, so good. I'll
1: vouch for oatmeal raisin or snickerdoodles.
4: No, but your email is exactly the reason why, um, why I pushed. To to have this episode go out is because sometimes what we end up doing is we put our heart, our heart, our, our soul out online and people out there are sometimes trolls and they can hurt you that way. Um, They can take advantage of you. And you have to be extremely careful when you go out and you start dating um, dating online or trying to find people online. Because, you know what, you're going to find a lot of jerks out there and a lot of people that are going to shit on you.
6: Can I say something go about ahead. that, actually? I didn't get a chance to say that, but he actually wasn't the first guy I dated, I guess, seriously Online. Oh, I didn't
0: think you would, were going to want to share that. I, yeah. I, I don't know, but fits what he
6: said what he said in his email reminded me of, um, I, I did meet another guy in World of Warcraft as well. And um, I saw him a few times. And he was a completely different person in person as he is like when he talked to me online. And then one day he just broke up with me and out of the blue
1: did he give a good reason
6: um not exactly i just remember he's just night and day the guy that i knew online and the guy that i knew in person and it's just yeah
4: Hmm. well the same similar thing happened to my boyfriend Kura. um he he, you're never gonna let that go are you
0: nope (sighs) we don't speak of
4: that So, anywho, so Kura um, also got involved with somebody online um, and, you know, fell in love with this particular individual, dropped everything in his life to go move over to be with this person, and he hadn't met up with him before. Uh, He just went out there. He moved before meeting him? He moved before meeting him. Oh, my. And he went out, lived with him, and found out that this... Well, he was with them for four months. The guy was dating another person online and asked for them to have, um, you know, have like a tri relationship with somebody that he was role-playing with online um, to have a tri relationship between the three of them. And it, it just... He was a different person than what he expected him to be. And I, I guess, that, again, that's the reason why this episode is so important is because pe- through the looking glass, the things that you see on the other side isn't necessarily what it is. And you Exactly. Have, yeah. And you have to take the steps to be able to, to make sure that what is on the other side of the screen is actually what you're looking for.
0: Oh, I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, the, in like our example earlier about how are are they real, yes or no? They are, as long as the people being involved in them are honest. And these situations, like your situation in um, Kuro's, in many other people I've known who have that happen, the problem is you have one really good person who's invested and involved and honest in it, and then you have the other person who has a fake personality or the personality they ultimately think they're supposed to be or they're just trolling assholes on the other side. I remember when I was in college, there was a couple who, and there's even news articles about this. She was in England. He was here locally. They met talking through uh, regular muck, not a f- anything related to furry. She moved out here. They were married within like a day and a half of her getting out here. And they were divorced that's a
4: little bit fast. That's very fast. And they were they
0: divorced about four months later because she was totally different and psycho in person. Um so it does happen. That's why I've always prided myself on basically who I am is who I am online. You know, I'm the same silly, weird, strange, sometimes crass dude.
4: And
6: this is true.
4: But but it worked in the end for the two of you. It worked for you guys. Yep, it did. It it
6: doesn't always work. Um, one of the people in our guild in WoW, Aye. they met online too. Yep. And after I'd had that first failed relationship, and I was like, I'm never going to do that again.
0: Well, and <laughs> these two, they actually went to school in the same area too. So they knew each other, but they knew each other more online than they did. Dated for a while in person, got married. Things are totally in the shitter. For both of them, I guess they're just not willing to take that extra step to get divorced again. Excuse me. But yeah, you know, I mean, that doesn't give any less legitimacy to online relationships. It's just that's why we wanted to meet and spend time together a number of times before we decided to go too far. Right.
6: Yeah. We couldn't always afford a lot of time together. Like the first time was just like, uh, I think about four days over like a long weekend. Um, We did do like about a week long trip after that and we didn't kill each other. We got it's along great. I mean, everyone fights. That That's not the point. It's like, do our personalities mesh or do they clash? Was the big thing for me.
4: Well, and I think that that was important for... To be able to cross that barrier of it being online to being a long-distance relationship. And I, I think that that's something that a lot of people forget is that you have to go out and meet with the person... In order to cross that line between an online relationship and a, an, a long distance relationship. Here's a perfect
1: yeah. opportunity for Lupran's email. Go ahead. Okay. He says, this is a tough one. The statement raises a lot of questions. At what point do emotions become legitimate? Are they somehow sterilized by electric current blunted by keystrokes and unfocused by cell phone signals? In which case, are the emotions one feels while watching a video somehow less real than those felt while watching a play? Would you consider the emotions felt while reading a book to be similarly unreal? Does this mean that two people who can only talk from opposite sides of a brick wall or a tall fence do not have a relationship, no matter the love or companionship they might feel? They've never met in person, after all. One might raise the objection that a long-distance relationship, especially one online, provides plenty of opportunity for either party or both to deceive the other, pretend to be something they aren't, and perhaps go as so far to catfish the other. In my own experience, in-person relationships are just as likely to be built on falsehood and just as painful when the truth comes out. In some cases, it's also easier to bear one soul to someone on the other end of a screen. Somehow it feels like there's less risk less risk of being judged for what you say. In the end, I'd say that a relationship is as real as the people put into it. Long-distance relationships can be real just as much as up-close relationships can be a sham.
4: What's Discuss. Your th- <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts? Mr. I read the email. <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you didn't even observe the rule last time.
4: I know I didn't. That's why I'm observing it this time.
1: <laughs> you know, that's a really deep philosophical question because, you know, when does it become real? And it is as soon as you emotionally legitimize it, then it tends to be real. You, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, in a way, Nuka's definition of, um, well, not Nuka's, but the IARP's definition of how they had to define furry. You're furry if you decide that you're a furry. There's no other way to do that. So, if you don't say, I'm in a relationship, then you're not in a relationship. Your mind isn't in it. Your heart isn't in it. You aren't in it. That You're not in that state of mind. But if you give it legitimacy, then you're in it. Does it make sense?
4: It makes perfect sense. But I'm Rucifer. Here we go. I love playing this. So, online, what I ended up doing in order to get a lot of emails this time around is I said, I, Ruchi Lexico... Do not feel that online relationships are real relationships. That's how I got a lot of these emails in in today. And to a certain extent, I do feel like that they are some form of a relationship. Are they a real relationship? I think that it crosses that line into a real relationship when you make plans to come and meet each other and when you When you actually physically meet each other, I think it crosses that line where it becomes a a real living, breathing relationship. Until then, I think that it is current. I mean, not current, but just like um, you're throwing your maybe was that a fantasy? A fantasy. You're throwing yourself into a fantasy relationship. You're throwing your heart out to somebody, and yes, they're giving you something to your heart in return. And I'm not. I'm not the police here to say, to, to devalue your feelings that you have for each other. But if you're not going to make the stance of making this an actual relationship and a real relationship and meet each other, then it's not a real relationship. That's my point. Am I wrong?
0: I just, I think to an extent, I think you're wrong. Um, I think you're just basing in that definition the level of where quote unquote a relationship starts is a higher standard than other types of relationships. So I think it is still a real relationship. I don't know, like I even said earlier and we said earlier, you know, you have to go that extra step before it becomes the next level up, before it becomes, I guess, true dating or truly knowing the person when you're actually spending the time physically together and getting physically together. But up until then it is still a relationship, it's just a matter of degree.
6: I, I sort of agree with you with that, but I think to me, a lot of this is perception. I mean, everybody sees things differently, everybody feels things differently. Um, I tend to get too into things sometimes, so. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you might think you're. You, you can get emotionally involved with somebody you've never met, and whether that's sad or not, it doesn't matter, it's how you feel.
4: Awesome. Thank you.
1: So next up, we have Fuzzwolf's email from the NotCast. He says, hello, all. My husband and I have been together for 14 years. The first four years were long distance, and then we moved in together and finally did it. We got married in 2014. He didn't actually say we finally did it. Full disclosure, we did meet in person first rather than the more traditional internet-only LDS. I believe LDRs are real relationships, but there are a few key differences between them and in-person relationships. The most important thing is that in any relationship, there is communication. Or, yes, it is even more important when living apart. You don't have to have the day-to-day connection of sleeping in the same bed and being able to randomly give your partner a kiss or hug, so communication is the only way to keep that connection strong when you're long distance. My mate and I texted each other frequently throughout the day. I amed all the time, and we spoke on the phone nearly every night before bed. It's we were, us. We were fortunate to only be one time zone apart, and that is more difficult for some couples.
6: That really is us. Yep.
0: <laughs> she was in central time.
1: The constant meaningful communication is the most important thing you can do to keep your relationship going over a long distance. I'd also recommend making plans to see each other IRL as often as you can. Don't make some vague plans of meeting someday. Maybe definite plans. Make those. It gives you a goal to work towards and something to look forward to. As furries, cons are a great way to do this. It's a fun environment to be in, surrounded by friends, and more practically, you're saving money by splitting hotel room or sharing a ride. One year, my mate surprised me by meeting me at a con I wasn't expecting him to be at. The friend I was riding to the con with knew, and he kept the secret. Long-distance relationships aren't easy, but they can work out long-term. You have to be dedicated to making it work and patient. I also think you should make the plan to eventually be together. That might not be the goal for every couple, but it is a common one. And if that's your goal, it is best to set up a plan and a timeline. Hope that helps, Fuzz.
4: I cried when I read that little part. Really? Like, I thought, well, no, I didn't cry. I, I got kind of, you know, aw, that's so cute that he planned to go see you. And didn't tell you, and then I'm sure that that was a magical moment that you'll always remember.
6: That's that sounds awesome. It sounds yeah. so romantic. I'm I'm such a sap for romance. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I'm tearing up a little bit over here.
7: <laughs>
4: Aww.
6: Yeah. It's it's not for everybody. It does take a lot of work, and yeah, like you said, it's communication. Hell. It can be, and especially if the other person person's going through a hard time, you can't really do much about it. But. Yep.
4: Well, let's talk about that emotional health. So it's almost like you, the both of you had a a pane of glass that was separating the two of you. And you were looking in and you could see the other person in anguish and pain, but you couldn't touch him.
0: Yep. It sucked. When either one of us was going through a hard time, then you have to just use text or phone calls or Skype to send messages to each other back and forth or send cute, silly pictures to cheer the other person up. So would you say the internet's a blessing or a curse then?
6: It's both. Yep. It really is.
0: It's a curse because then you meet people who aren't near you and it's like, ah, oh, fuck.
6: Yeah, I've got a lot of friends who are not local, even more so now. Um, I grew up in Winnipeg and I lived there my whole life. But just before I moved here is when I really started meeting people, like through starting with World of Warcraft, but I have met other people through other games and other things like that. I've got friends in Texas, I've got friends in California, Virginia. I mean, we don't always talk as much as we used to. It's usually when we're playing the game, we talk a lot, but it's, yeah.
4: So I don't mean to rewind on this question, but you teared up when when we talked a little bit about the, the anguish that you went through. Um, could you expound on that a little bit?
6: I'll, I'll try. I'm a very emotional person.
0: It's okay. We'll go to break after this. <laughs> no, 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 getting victim. Oh uh, yes, Viknem. Don't, don't make me kiss you on air. <laughs> oh, the that's threats. it. I'm gonna kiss her. Yeah, baby. Nope, no. Nope. Oh,
6: she I'm elbowed trying.
0: me. Ow! In the boob. Yeah, in the boob. Moob. Ah. Thank you very.
6: Yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, and it was definitely not easy for me. Um, I, for a lot of it, I was living at home with my parents. I had to. I had some tough times with roommates, and then when I finally got an apartment to myself, it was invaded by vermin, which is a whole other story you don't need to hear. But that was very stressful, (laughs) and I couldn't ask my dear boyfriend to kill the things for me. The Mises? Yeah, the Mises.
0: You had moose in your apartment? Those are vermin?
6: (laughs) Well, it is Canada, so...
0: (laughs) Now that's not that's not to say like she lived in the ghetto or anything. She was in a ground right. floor apartment. And happens, though. Yeah, it, that shit sometimes happens.
6: It's I yeah I, I hated it. it. I never want to go through that again. But. Um,
0: so yeah, that really sucked because she'd call me like totally stressed out or depressed or bothered by it, and, and so that was just really hard to comfort and everything. But I used my words and my my silly animal photos and did the best I could. Did, and I guess it helped.
6: And sometimes you'd buy me things in game.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would also surprise... Now, as you can probably guess, being international, it cost a hell of a lot of money to even even contact a florist in Canada to send flowers to her, but I'd sometimes oh, do that f- as a surprise to send I, to her work.
4: I want to let you know, I, I apologize for rewinding on that question. That's the okay. The reason why is because I want, I want people to understand the magnitude that, that, that it sucks. Like it really, really sucks. And it's really difficult, and it's hard it. and but at the same exact time, if you can get through that, like you have something that's beautiful. You have something that's amazing,
6: absolutely. Um, having a goal, I think, is what really helped me. And the hardest part we had was when we didn't know when <sighs> I'd be oh, able to move God. <laughs> um that was incredibly stressful
0: yeah so to get back to the immigration part real quick they told us it would be maybe four to five months total and it took four to five months to first get the initial paperwork sent to us and then sent that to them and then it was like six eight nine months before they even looked at it even though they're supposed to look at it within a month And then they look at it for the first time and say, okay, this is what we need. So we sent them more paperwork. And then they send it back a month later. They said every time, oh, well, it'll be 30 days before we can tell you if it's approved or not. And they'd send it back. Here's the error. And I'd send them the paperwork again. Here's the same error. And it turned out it was something entirely unrelated. I had to get a U.S. Senators involved before we finally resolved it. And even that took another month.
6: Thank God your parents knew people. (laughs) So
4: So if you guys didn't have that goal, Where do you think that
6: your relationship would be right now? I think it probably would have deteriorated. Yeah. Knowing me and...
0: Well, that's the other, you could almost say, advantage of a long-distance relationship, which is when it's going shitty, you can just say, oh, fuck it, I'm done. As opposed to actually working for it and pushing for it because you really care and love the person. It's almost, in that respect, gives you an easy out.
6: Yeah, that again comes back to... It's as serious or as casual as you want, and what you want out of anything, really. Just like.
8: <laughs> Hailing frequencies open. Smokescale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. Now ordinarily, I'd just dive straight into it, but this is a special edition. This is the 50th segment of Space News for For What It's Worth. And to celebrate, a press interview with Buzz Aldrin, We'll jump through the headlines as bullet points and get right to the interview. As of Wednesday, April 27th, here are your space headlines. Aerojet Rocketdyne was awarded a contract by NASA worth $67 million to develop an even more powerful ion drive for deep space missions. OneWeb announced plans to revamp an old aircraft assembly factory near Kennedy Space Center to build a huge fleet of satellites designed to beam broadband internet access all over the planet. Japan determines the cause of the Hitomi X-ray observatory failure, reaction control systems trying to counter a spin it detected in error until it spun itself apart. The last ever space shuttle external fuel tank makes its trip to its final destination in Los Angeles, passing through the Panama Canal. SpaceX's Elon Musk announced that he plans on putting a Red Dragon spacecraft on the surface of Mars as early as 2018. Stephen Hawking teams up with a Russian billionaire to launch a fleet of computer-chip-sized spaceships with solar sails designed to reach our nearest star, Alpha Centauri, in about 20 to 30 years. There's plenty more happening out there, so check out the Usual Suspects on social media, and you can even check out the Space subreddit to find out the latest and greatest that's happening in space news. Now, before we get to the interview, a couple of notes. This was a press interview, so lots of people in a big room with other interviews going on at the same time. There's a lot of background noise, and the interview was over 15 minutes. Since that's too long for a single segment, it's been broken up into smaller, more manageable chunks. If you want to hear the whole thing, it'll be available as a bonus download on the website. Seriously, you should check this thing out and listen to it as a whole. Now, with no more ado, the second man to walk on the moon, Buzz Aldrin.
7: Cycling pathways occupy our have it occupied. Can you talk about what it was like walking on all these years? Uh, it was not surprising. I think I we've do, been conditioned by some highly uh, respected uh, yeah. chemists yeah. that we might sink in I'll, 50 I'll feet when we land. the the soil itself, we call it regolith, kind of put a fancy name on it, but that means lunar soil or Mars soil. And it's not like our dirt, because our dirt is maybe from oceans uh, grounding out the particles, or wind blowing uh, dust and things off mountains, ground usually. So the ground, sand. Uh, but the moon, little things hit the moon kind of all the time. Big things, not so often. Really big things, really not very frequent. But the more the smaller they are, they're hitting all the time, and they melt, and they splash, and the molten rock cools, and disappears, and then it hits the ground. And there's other glassy type stuff, and it fractures into sharp edges, and it uh, works its way into your it makes it very, very dusty. And if you've got bearings, uh, it's not very good for bearings. Even if you put oil on there, that's not going to. And so it changes the way we we operate, and. Uh, Bouncing on the moon. Ah, one sixth gravity. That means I can jump six times as high. You can only jump as long as your foot is on the ground and you can push against it, and that requires muscle power. And uh, so that's a quick acceleration against the gravity. So it it makes it. a big difference even on the moon of Mars uh, as a student at MIT 1967 to 61 or 2 way back then we had a question the moon of Mars maybe same, 25, 30 miles long not that big and the professor asked the question could you show it to escape velocity, that's a technical term. It means you ain't coming down. (laughs) You're on your way somewhere. Incidentally, if, if you leave Earth with a rocket blast, there's a certain time that you can light that engine and you have a certain amount of delta V that's thrust. That's a change in philosophy. And uh, if you don't get 100%, you ain't getting to Mars. 95%? 90? 85? You're not coming back to Earth. Now, I hate to tell you, but there have been some plans from NASA uh, called design reference plans. And you know how much redundancy they have? Really? Zero. My cycling orbits, triple
5: redundancy.
2: Oh, you're hot. This, this, this is, this is the 50 Sheds of Grey, the fifth and final. There's no more booze left. Now we're doing this thing, here it goes. Alright, here we go. I do as he asks, and the oyster slips down my throat. He doesn't touch me, only the shell does. (laughs) I bet she doesn't know how the shells work. (laughs) (laughs) Christian helps himself to one then feeds me another we we continue this torturous routine until all 12 are gone his skin never connects with mine it's driving me crazy he has a this is supposed to be 50 sheds to the gray of the furry edi- the, the, the the furry edition All right, it's supposed to be a paw it's not written right this book is wrong it's broken. All right, then. I will continue though cuz you keep making this motion with your fa your ha- your hands. I uh, it's like a waving like like some sort of like a windmill. I don't get water water mill. That's what it, a water wheel. That's that's what it was. Still like oysters? He Yes. I swallow the final one. I nod, choking on the lo- <laughs> Choking on the pearl inside. This is a good... I like Grey Goose. Grey
1: Goose for men.
2: Mm. I nod, flush, craving his touch. Good. I squirm in my seat. The puddle's the size of Wisconsin. Why is this so hot? We're asking the same question, actually, sweetie. He puts his hand casually on his own thigh again, and I melt. Now, please touch me. My inner goddess is on her knees, naked, except for her panties. I'm getting like New York drunk now, too. It's very interesting. Do you notice how my accent changed there? It's very cute. I like it. Vodka is an important aspect to reading Fifty Sheds of Grey. Because if you don't have the vodka, then this book is
7: terrible.
2: Anyway, where were we? In our panties, right. He runs his hand up and down his thigh, lifts it, and places it back where it was. Nobody knows why. Just doing this, he may have Tourette's, there might be some Asperger's syndrome, The next thing we're going to hear about is him rocking back and forth in his chair, Bill Gates style. I don't know. It's just what's happening in the book, okay? I'm reading the words from the book. The Nook book. (laughs) Nook.
9: Nook.
4: I can hear myself now. I should probably turn that oh on.
1: My. Oh my You can hear yeah, the region. Yeah, so how was your break?
4: Oh my break was amazing. I I had some great bye. I was totally by. Um yes, bye is a drink.
1: Okay, so email. Email. <laughs> you want me to read it?
4: Yes, go ahead.
1: Alright, he says hello. I go by Vidrit Vidrit. Vidri? Please tell us how to pronounce your name. A long-time fur. I'm currently in a long-distance relationship going on two years, and we only get to meet three or four times a year. It's not easy dealing with the stress of missing your significant other for long stretches of time. Seeing each other via Skype or something eases it a little. I can't really provide a good comparison against an in-person relationship, since I can't really say I've ever had one. If I had to, though, I'd say they each have benefits and challenges. LDRs are hard, but when you do meet, it's magical and memorable because you paid a lot of money to Disney. You don't get that when you can hang out and be with your mate every day. But then in-person relationships give you that chance to be with your mate if something happens when you need someone. Tips I'd give, talk to your mate as often as possible. Be in nearly constant communication, whether it's just messages or video chats. And when you do meet in person, do special things together. Go on dates. Make the meeting extra memorable. And most important and probably most often said, don't give up on it. It may not be convenient, but there's a reason you two are together, right? Thanks for reading my rambling. I don't know how to say his name. (laughs) and he didn't say disney that was my own spin
4: yes that's exactly what's on
1: your brain i would have never believed that (laughs) well some people get offended when we edit on the fly so hopefully unpronounceable is not one of those people unpronounceable
4: so let's give you guys the chance to to answer his email
0: yeah go for it why yes yes i agree
6: that was deep
0: (laughs) i know good no it's it's pretty spot on um this this actually kind of leads me into a personal gripe of mine. I, I know people who will complain consistently about how it sucks to be in a long-distance relationship and how long it's been since they've seen their mate or their boyfriend or girlfriend. And then you see that they visit the person every fucking month or every other month. And I feel like saying, you have no <laughs> idea of what a long distance relationship is when you can see the person maybe twice a year because it costs $1,500 round trip to fly to see this person and you have to have the time off and you have to split the time between your regular family and everything else as well. You know, so usually as we saw each other, maybe what, two to three times a year if we were lucky.
6: Yeah, we couldn't really afford much more. Usually it's
0: twice a year, three times if we were really lucky. You know, I guess you can just build up the debt on your credit card and when you get to see each other a lot, trust me, it's a lot, lot easier. That's not to say that it doesn't suck to be in a long distance relationship, but everything he says in there is true. That, you know, when you are together, you arrange special time. We used to always go to special place. I remember one of the first things I did, I, I do this with any friend who's also visited Salt Lake before, too, is took her to training table. and
6: I didn't know what fry sauce was before I came here. <laughs> Most and people
1: don't, so I, explain it.
6: I, I'm now a believer. Um, well, at least at training table it's pretty much like mayo and barbecue sauce mixed together
0: yeah it's a hickory sauce they make
6: yeah it's it's similar in a bunch like almost every place you go here has quote-unquote fry sauce
0: which is that's
1: actually mayo and ketchup
0: yeah, just, to, well, it depends on the restaurant. I mean, Crown yeah. Burger That's the classic is, base. Yeah, the, yeah, but the
6: That's restaurant what I that she went to, is yeah, barbecue. Yeah. yeah, there's a hickory. It's, it's almost spicy in some, it's sometimes it so depends good. on who mixes now. it. And so
0: That's what sauce. became kind of our, our special thing every time you would arrive, what's the first thing you'd want to do? Wait,
6: I was like, take me to training table. I want <laughs> fry sauce. <laughs> I love fries. I don't know. I used to always just love fries and ketchup. And now but, I you know, hardly ever have ketchup.
0: It's just, it's just the idea that when you are together, you do. You find those kind of fun, personal, your things to do. Maybe have specific date nights, have a special place you go every single time the person comes to town. So I, I totally agree with all the points that person made.
1: What about poutine? Have you taken him for poutine?
0: I know that's really Ugh. Montreal, he Quebec. Does, but-
6: yeah, well, it is actually... Pretty much everywhere in Canada, but we have a poutinery now. Yeah, there there was one that opened a few years before I left Winnipeg, like an actual poutinery, and I looked at their menu and they put anything you can think of they, in the poutine.
0: They, they sell poutine at Burger King there.
1: They have poutine. We have an, an actual poutinery now. Over yeah, I've now. seen that. I've
0: I've been half tempted to go. It's just to me it's decent. It's the gravy part of it I don't like. Yeah. It's I mean too have, much fat. Cheese. Other cheese curds are weird too. To I have love on poutine. there. But, it's so good. But yeah, I thought it was disgusting and I don't yes. if I remember right, you're not much of a fan of poutine either. I
4: Are you marking
6: that? No. Yeah, I, I don't really <laughs> like it. It's it's too heavy, it's too fatty, it's yeah. Gravy only belongs on turkey.
4: I'm so sorry. Or potatoes
0: no,
6: you can't
0: or What you that You can't love?
6: make this a button. I hate you.
0: That you love poutine?
4: No. <laughs> So this is for what it's worth.
1: I don't know if you remember, but half the (laughs) shtick is I give you crap.
4: I know. I know. That's what the shtick is.
1: So now that we're completely (sighs) off topic. um, How
4: do you guys feel about
6: dating websites? Um, Having never used one, I mean, I thought at one point I might have to start trying them out, but I know there's so many now. Let me name a few in (laughs) the fandom. Pounced.
0: Oh, I forgot we had our own two websites. That's right.
6: Furfling.
4: really? Furfling? Yeah. <laughs> Fur date or furry date, and furry mate.
6: Furfling sounds like something you do to the cat when it knocks over your water glass. Uh, next song. What? What
0: Some the cats? hell? What are you doing, Dugs? I'm trying to get background music and it do didn't work. Me, la 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 la. Oh. That wasn't what I wanted at all. <laughs> Pop you fur, you're gonna date on pop Fur. Technical difficulties. Oh. Um, I tried an online dating website, a yeah. regular one, and went on one date, and it ended up being an abject failure. And I never touched that stuff again. For some people, I know it works, and like I said, you know, there's that fear that the test of introducing her to furry, um, that is kind of the the standby test for most of us in the fandom. So, I mean, I guess it's not a bad thing. I'm sure it works for some people.
6: Well, uh, as as with anything, I mean, there's good me. people and there's bad people. Um, like, you see more and more these days, like, people will post, like, um, interactions with, like, Tinder people. And, yeah, some of those people are assholes, but some of them aren't. It's just, it does seem like you have to wade through a lot of shit to find yep. a diamond or whatever.
1: <laughs> I found it. Continue talking about dating sites.
4: Uh, <laughs> we were pretty much done. That was the period. Talk,
0: talk, talk, chat, 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 date Dating online. websites. Swipe left, swipe right.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't really know the song.
1: Match.com. Oh, is it? Yeah.
6: <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't watch TV. We don't watch
1: TV. I don't have TV either.
6: Yeah. I, I only saw a lot of TV when I lived with my parents because my mom would constantly be watching TV. Soaps? <laughs> no crime dramas. But so,
4: yeah. as far as with relationships, is there a lot of trust involved? How do you know that they're being faithful across the globe? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Did,
1: Did you th- install a camera on each other's bodies when you were together at one point?
0: I do not have to answer that question.
6: Did you
4: have the Chastity Belt app? Brought to you by, for what it's worth.
6: <laughs> wow. wow. 99 <laughs> cents on Google Play. <laughs>
1: Google Play. Not even 99 cents. <laughs> not approved for sale on the Apple every, iTunes Every time you try and break your chastity.
4: I like being anal. Uh, <laughs> I did say it. I promise you. He's using a recording. Or my evil twin is next to me saying that.
0: It, uh, it just, I mean, you either do or you don't, you know? Um, I actually had been married previously, and she was a pathological liar. Um, you know, I realized eventually it was mostly because it, it, what she did was to make herself feel better or more important, but some people don't do it for those reasons. Um, I mean, I guess you just feel it out, you know? I think you would know within usually the first time of meeting somebody and spending a decent amount of time, especially in the long distance relationships like we're talking, when you spend a week together, you're going to get a feel for that person or you're going to they're going to say things that seem illogical or impossible. So if you feel that there's something there not to trust, then yeah, you're going to have the trust issues. If you don't feel there's something not to trust, then you don't have the issues.
1: It's almost like it's a double-edged sword
0: though because if you don't...
1: Okay, so there's two things that happen. You ever meet a person and you just kind of get that vibe from them like you shouldn't trust them Oh, yeah. And yeah, okay. He's like, so that the, person's a bad Yeah, Yeah, that's the instant test. But if you go past that point, so let's say they, they don't give you a bad vibe, why are you doubting them from the in the first place? Give them... Because the thing is, if you, if you have the mentality that someone's going to fail, you're going to either look for signs of failure, or you're going to label them a failure, and then they will begin to fail, because that's how people psychologically work yeah. sometimes.
4: That's exactly spot on, Mr. I, Tugs. I
0: think it comes from, if you've been burned once, you're going to be a lot more careful and paranoid about those things yeah that's me with with the industry and everything i do which i'll i'll be vague about but basically it's very highly involved with security and fraud and so i mean i know how to analyze people and think about people so i can usually see through things very easily and i know if somebody's bullshitting me or if they're being honest or straight you're beautiful see right there (laughs) you're telling the truth because i know i'm beautiful even though i have gray hair and a large jew nose
6: that's a terrible thing to say about your nose.
0: <laughs> what do you got against Jew noses?
4: I knew you were looking for the button. It's like, it's my favorite. It's like but, his favorite button. Exactly.
0: But I mean, I agree. You know, you need that that initial trust to be there. But if it's, something feels off, go with your gut. Yeah for, that, yeah, for the
6: most part. A lot of it for me, though, is because of that failed past relationship. I, I mean, because of that and other things. But... I have real self esteem issues, yes, <laughs> um, so I thought, well, the same thing is going to happen again. He's going to get sick of me and get tired of me. So, it's something that takes a lot of work to get through.
1: Yep. but you got sick and tired of being apart. Yes,
6: <laughs> that definitely. Ah, see, I made a romantic joke. Aww. Aww.
1: Aww. So, are we ready to do the segment?
4: We are. The, yeah. the part that I have been waiting for all night. Uh.
0: <sighs> this takes me back to my youth. It's porn time.
4: time. Oh,
1: How I, Google transcribed it. So someone called and left us a voicemail. Oh dear. We liked, I like that this was like a segment we had to bring back from the dead. So we should we should probably actually say what happened, which is the transcription. It says, "Hey, this is Stacy. You know who I am. You should know who I am by the name of the damn it messed up, or if I should start over." <laughs> That's the whole transcription. Wow. Okay, then. It's All very right. very short. It is very short.
4: Let's play the real message.
1: The real message. All right.
5: Hey, this is Stacy." Uh, you know who I am. You should know whom I am by the name of the Damn it. Messed up. <laughs> I wonder if I can start over.
4: So, Space's new name is now Stacy. All I right. like it. <laughs> So, Space actually ended up sending us another message, and this is what he said.
1: Transcript not available.
4: Oh, uh, well, actually, actually, if you go in there, you it will...
5: This is Dave. Hey, I was just calling to leave you guys a message uh, about your uh, long-distance relationship thingy-majiggy. I saw it on Facebook, um, so I thought I'd leave a comment about it. Hey, guess what? Feels to Mary Mary. Yay, we know everything about love and life. No, we don't. Um, That's why we're calling. So (laughs) that's the common misconception, that young married couples, we know everything about life and stuff. Um, so I'm not going to say that long-distance relationships necessarily work, um, but I, I will say that sometimes they do. It's just it, sometimes it, it takes a lot of hard work, um, and you have to be willing to put in the effort to see what's going to come out on the long run. Um, and you can't put a gamble and a bet down on the short run. You have to make sure that your investment is going to be solid. And so that was something that I was willing to do. So. Um, I lived in Draper, and uh, Felix lived in Provo or in Orem, and then he moved down to Provo, so it was a further distance at one point. And between uh, my distance and his distance, it could have been anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes, dependent on traffic and depending on the time of the year. Um, and to pass the time, like for us to see each other, we'd either have to message each other on Messenger or, you know, post pictures on Facebook, sometimes something on Telegram. Um, we would play games via Steam, so like Borderlands. And then we would maybe see each other maybe once or twice a week. Sometimes we didn't get to see each other every week, but we made every moment count. And so every date that we had was considered to be, like, a very special date. So that was the time that we had with each other. Um and so over time, like, our relationship built um, over those moments and over those dates and over those interactions. And and then finally, when we had the chance over uh, the course of a couple of years, we finally got to move out. And then that one year we built together, um, we finally got married. And um, now we start our married life. And that's going to be a whole new adventure, Um I won't say it's going to be anything different than what it is now but it'll probably be something newer for us so for anyone out there who is willing to put the investment in it's really up to you at this point Um, do you want to put forth the effort to uh, put time and everything into building a relationship for a long-distance relationship it's really up to you if you want to make it work then it will work. But it has to work both ways. It doesn't work one way. So I say good luck to anyone who was willing to work with it. If not, well, that's a bummer.
6: But well, gas prices were also higher a little while ago, weren't yeah. they not? Well, well, yeah, they
0: were. And, and I can sympathize because in high school, I had a girlfriend who lived in Roy. So, right. I mean, you you thought you had it bad stace.
6: I don't even know where Roy is. But
0: it's about it's an bomb. hour from salt lake it's over by ogden
6: okay
4: so Um. let me let me just ask you guys so if you were to hop in your car yes to go see her where she lived where she lived Uh how long of a drive would that have been 18 hours 18 hours actually
6: it was about 20 and well yeah but
0: you guys had a giant truck
6: yeah when when i moved here my parents drove me down in their truck and we had a u-haul and everything and it was like three days of all day driving
4: Yep. Oh, like when I drove across the country. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. No, do I feel like that devalues the amount of time and the amount of effort and the love that that you and Felix share? Absolutely not.
0: No, I mean the points Space made are valid, which is it does. You know, any kind of long distance relationship, uh, <clears throat> a real long distance relationship. Hey, okay. sorry, Space. Uh, uh, ouch. I don't you know, don't say it, real. That's not it, nice. It, I'm being silly. But it does take a lot of effort and work to focus on the person, the other person involved in the relationship. Um, you know, yeah, Salt Lake to Provo, maybe not so much. You have, I, I guess it depends on frequency.
4: You have something on the tip of your tongue, Tugs. No, I don't, actually. Yes, you do. I really
0: don't. <laughs> I don't.
1: I really don't. Well, really.
4: I do want to say, I really do appreciate that you sending it in. And your guys' wedding was absolutely amazing. I have to say that it was probably the funnest wedding that I've ever been to Sweet. in quite some time. So, congrats to both of you. You guys Yay, are amazing. Yay, congrats. Yes.
0: I, nope. I didn't get invited, so I didn't know when it was.
1: It was two weeks ago. <laughs> Sniffle. It's okay. For what it's worth, live will be at Rue's wedding, covering it oh. in 4K. Okay. Or uncovering it in 4K, depending on... Hey, have you chosen minister yet?
4: Uh, Not yet. Oh, yeah. Hobbes <laughs> was my
0: minister for mine. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I still have your, your at, the, at the spur of the moment, I you, came down and I made up the ceremony and everything on the it fly. It was good.
1: <laughs> it was good. And see, when I first started dating my husband, he had to drive like three hours to see me. So it was a once a week Herculean effort on his part, because he was doing the minimum wage job. And yeah, that that was that was a long drive because I went up and saw him some too, and that was where was he up in Logan? Oh, okay, I mean, like it it was. I considered that for me to be a semi long distance relationship because we had the physicality option, but it was definitely like, oh man, I got to spend like thirty five bucks on gas. Cause yep. that's how much it was at the time. You're
9: listening to For What It's Worth. Brought to you by For What It's Worth brand dietary supplements. When you think garbage in, garbage out, think for what it's worth. It's hard to maintain a proper diet these days. With so many fads and systems and plans, it's hard to cut through the din of nutrition to get down to the heart of the matter. People get so bogged down in silly things like caloric values, daily recommended allowances, and scientific documentation that they can't see the bigger picture. Emphasis on bigger. The fact of the matter is, 78% of Americans are too skinny. Why, just look at you, for example. You're all skin and bones. Why, a stiff breeze would carry you away like a sail. To avoid any unwanted entanglements with the kite-eating tree, try for what-it's-worth brand dietary supplements. Why, with just a handful at breakfast, a handful at lunch, and a sensible dinner, you can put meat on those bones in no time. Concerned that your wardrobe won't fit? You shouldn't be if you wear For What It's Worth brand pants. They stretch to accommodate any waistline. In fact, if you buy a week's supply of For What It's Worth brand dietary supplements, we'll throw in three free pairs of For What It's Worth brand pants. Now you're looking sharp and healthy. For What It's Worth brand dietary supplements, Avoid strenuous activity, including walking during use. And now for today's secret code. 3, 8, 21, 2, 2, 25, 9, 19, 20, 8, 5, 14, 5, 23, 20. Eight, nine, fourteen.
3: Good luck. Hello, and welcome to Get Psyched with Dr. Nuka. Imagine if someone were to strip you of everything that made you, you. Everything that made you unique, different from everyone else. They take away your name, give you a uniform, and put you in a room with a thousand other people identical to you. You're completely interchangeable with those around you, just another member of the collective. How does this make you feel? Does it sound particularly appealing? Let's try a different situation. Imagine it's your first day of class at a new school. You decide to make a good first impression, so you show up a few minutes early. You sit down at a desk near the front, wearing your normal street clothes. As the bell rings, the other students start to file in, and something immediately grabs your attention. They're all wearing the same uniform. 30 uniformed students all take their seats, and they all start looking at you, as if waiting for you to give them an explanation. How does this make you feel? Chances are, you probably imagine that both of these situations would be pretty unpleasant. But they feel unpleasant for different reasons, don't they? In the first situation, you probably felt stifled, frustrated, even just a bit overwhelmed to lose your sense of individuality. In the second situation, you probably felt embarrassed or anxious to have the spotlight suddenly thrown on you. If you felt either of these, it's because you weren't experiencing what psychologists call optimal distinctiveness. Optimal distinctiveness is a term that was first created by Dr. Marilyn Brewer, a social psychologist. Dr. Brewer argued that we all struggle to balance two competing desires. The desire to fit in and belong to a group, and the desire to stand out from the crowd. Unfortunately, the more we satisfy one of these desires, the less we satisfy the other. The more we fit into a group, the less we stand out as a unique person, and vice versa. Understanding this balancing act can help us better understand how furries interact with the furry fandom. For one thing, optimal distinctiveness theory says that we really like groups that help us balance these two needs. If a group gives us a sense of belonging, while also giving us the feeling that we stand out from others, that group will become an important part of our identity. For many furries, the fandom does exactly that. It gives them the chance to stand out and have a unique identity, like being the only furry at their workplace. But it also gives them the strength and validation that comes from being part of a group to feel like they're not weirdos or freaks because there's other people like them. Many furries identify so strongly with the fandom because it's very good at satisfying both of these needs. Optimal distinctiveness also helps us understand when furries are likely to identify with the fandom. Some situations lead people to want to stand out, while others' situations lead them to want to fit in. If you're on a college campus with 20,000 other students, you may want to display your furry identity as a way to stand out and feel unique among this crowd. On the other hand, if you're wearing a fursuit, you may not want to be the only one doing it, because being the only one might make you feel just a little bit crazy, a little bit too distinct in this situation. And at a furry convention surrounded by a thousand other furries, your furry identity might not be enough to help you stand out, causing you to instead identify with a subgroup in the fandom. Maybe you're a furry artist, or a furry writer, or a furry panelist. How strongly a furry identifies with the fandom will depend on the situation. But identifying with the fandom also depends on the person. Some people have a much stronger need to stand out and to be distinct, while others have a stronger need to fit in and be part of the group. Your culture, your history, and your personality can all influence how strong these needs are. Now, research shows us that many furries were bullied when they were younger because they were different, because they stood out too much. And Because of this, it's likely that many furries feel a strong need to fit into a group, which would explain why so many furries describe finding the fandom, a place where they can belong and be part of a group, to be such an important, exciting, and even life-changing event for them. The take-home message is this. We all struggle to balance the need to fit in with the need to be unique. And the furry fandom is wonderfully equipped to do both of these things. Being furry can help us stand out when we want to feel different from those around us, but it can also help us feel like we're not alone in our interests. That's why for so many furries, the fandom is much more than just a hobby. It's a way for them to feel optimally distinct. This has been a quick look into optimal distinctiveness theory. I'm Dr. Nuka, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Get Psyched.
4: Let's give this let's give this i would have to say that that was a semi-distant relationship between space and felix semi-distant
1: well yeah but they, I I mean, said they had to relative, make though. they had to make that effort it's relative though you know i mean i mean it's, it's not
4: like that they were next-door neighbors or that you know that they could
1: <laughs> next-door neighbors
4: yeah pick up the tin can <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man we're having can sex
6: Oh, boy. Wow. That's awkward. (laughs) Can sex. Oh.
1: You see the wire bouncing?
4: (laughs) (laughs) No. That's horrible.
1: Okay, so... (laughs) Wait, stop tugging on the can. Stop, 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 stop. What are you wearing? (laughs) So, in all seriousness, though, so let's talk about the stereotypes (laughs) you had to battle being in in a long-distance relationship.
0: Uh... Subconscious or malicious from people? Because you did run into that. The, The only stereotype I really ran into was the fact of where she was from and South Park. Or not South Park, I'm sorry, uh, Avenue Q. Uh-huh. So, so my, my girlfriend who lived in Canada. You
4: know, you guys, long distance relationships do not work. Long distance relationships do not work.
6: Did people tell us that?
4: Did they say that? Um,
6: A lot of people did.
4: You're going to get yourself hurt again. Did anybody say that? Did your that?
1: family say anything?
6: I think uh, I more I said that question. to myself a few times. Just because it had happened to me. Um... I know that uh, not just him, but uh, the other people that I had met online, my dad would often say, uh, well, you're not going out with your real friends tonight or something like that. Give you a
0: meeting or something.
6: Yeah. I mean, he's changed his tune since then. But at that point, that was really hurtful to me because there are real people, but they're just not physically present. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For me, like I said, the only crap I remember getting was people joking about the whole my girlfriend who lives in Canada, which is the joke song from Avenue Key. Yeah, and I got, when, when <laughs> people asked where exist. he
6: was and I told them he lives in Utah and they instantly ask, is are he, he Mormon? Mormon?
0: And are you? And it's like, oh, which, which
6: wife will you be? Which number wife will you be? You're two. Yeah, I'm number two.
0: In order, not at the same time.
6: Oh, for God's sake.
4: How many cows did you, you know, pay for her? Never mind, you don't get that. Thing. Yeah, my
6: dad Hussier. asks me every once in a while, where's my dowry?
0: <laughs> I'm not supposed to pay him. He was supposed to pay me. <laughs> I was supposed to be paid to take you off their hands. I'm still know. waiting on that.
1: I think you've received ample payment.
0: Yes. <sighs> So so
1: what are your final thoughts Or words of advice Whatever you want They can be thoughts or advice For people who are out there Listening to you Feeling These people Are my people
0: Well I think a lot of it's either Being covered by us Or the Emails and stuff Uh, Communication is the biggest key Um, Talk to each other as much as you can Stay in contact Be truthful Uh, If you think there's something up Confront the person But do it in a a correct way. Don't just say, I think you're full of shit. That's never going to work well. Even if they are, they're going to deny it, but if they aren't, you're going to really offend and piss them off. And if you want it to be, well, I don't want to use the term a real relationship because I think that goes against the idea of the fact that long distance can't be real. You got to meet. You know, you got to get together in person. You got to take it to that final level.
6: Um, Just building on what you're saying, Um, obviously you want to talk to each other and there are some things depending on the person obviously um if there's a certain thing you can do or say like a good morning text or something like that that means a lot to that person um
0: and don't automate them
6: yeah don't do that I know you can do all oh, kinds wow. of things these days. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, I had to
0: manually type good morning. How many times did I send you? A
6: yeah, of I know. I mean, there's so many. many I still do. There's I so many things sure. you can do now with technology that we, like even now, just in a couple of years we've, we, ago that we were doing that. Um, the other thing that I almost for, forgot because I'm so old now, right? Uh, <laughs> um, hey. It's, it's not as fun, like, when you can, you know, FaceTime or Skype and everything. That's good, but um, if you're only texting or only typing back and forth, um, text doesn't have a tone of voice or sarcasm filter, mm-hmm. so if sometimes if you read something one way, and it could have been meant another, if you're not sure, don't assume one way or another. You of all that, people, that's oh, wonderful advice. Up. Yeah, you should take it as well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so fight, love. fight, fight. Yeah. Um, Jerry. Yeah, if you're not sure no, right. about anything, even not just that, ask.
5: Yeah, ask I mean, Don't you, accuse.
6: If you can, <laughs> if you can't talk to them about something like that, then it's a problem, but Yep. You you have to communicate and you have to you know, stay in touch with each other.
4: The
2: more you know.
4: All right. I think that's the end of our topic. Uh, through the looking glass That was the wrong button That was, not- that was the wow. right button <laughs>
0: did, did we make you scream in fear At the end of that Thank god it's over uh. Holy shit Oh <laughs> uh. well,
6: we're so serious But now it's time
2: Alright We've pulled the zipper down It's time
4: For the mailbag Mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. well, we have a couple of emails in our mailbag. First email is from Moss the Finnick Fox.
1: Did he send that to you directly? Because I do not have one. Oh,
4: you do not? No. Oh, well, how about this? You do you have Sid's email? And I will pull up Moss's.
1: I have Sid's email. Awesome. Let's go. So, Sid says, Hello, cast it for what it's worth. None of this is an April Fool's joke, by the way. This is Sid. I heard you guys were going to do an episode about badges, and I thought I'd contribute. I'll be honest and say that when I'm searching for furry artwork, I'm usually not looking for badges. I have a tendency to look for icons first. Icons are something that are affordable and within my budget, whereas badges might not be. It seriously depends on the artist, though. I don't hold it against them if I am unable to afford something of theirs. The other thing that can turn me off to badges is if they're only available at a convention for pickup. I might like a conventions theme, and yet I am unable to attend the convention itself for various reasons. And speaking of conventions, I have a story that is connected to both. When I went to my first furry con, which was MFF 2012, I'm no stranger to the convention scene because I have attended a lot of anime cons for the past 10 years. At MFF, I had one badge that was connected to a lanyard. It was of my lemur persona, and he was wearing a hat that a cartoon character named Chowder normally wears. I was walking with my friends, and I was stopped by an older person. He had a massive amount of badges on him, I would say at least 15, and he told me that I, quote, must be new. While it's true that I joined the furry community in 09 and that I'm not a gray muzzle, I don't and still don't feel like a noob either. So I asked him why he thought that, and he told me that it's because I only had one badge on me. He then proceeded to show off his badge collection to me. Hmm in hindsight i feel like this is a stupid assumption to make i feel like many people only wear one or perhaps a couple of badges at a time and that it isn't just me who does that it's not so that makes me wonder if it's somewhat of an elitist concept to have more badges than another person does or maybe it was just that one person and their behavior i'm not sure which one it could be what are your guys thoughts on this i'd love to hear your feedback thanks for reading as always sid sid the guy was a dick that's the bottom line. I wear yep. maybe two badges and it's like a like two badge holders and you can flip it around, but I'm not wearing badge mail. <laughs> I could, well, and I'm not.
0: And when I first started going to cons, I used to wear a ton of badges, not because I wanted to like, you know, be all, "Oh, look how experienced I am." It's just cuz I loved the artwork that people have done in my character. And now I just wear one and maybe my mood badges too that Tani did, but Is it
6: like those people who have like 8 billion buttons on their bags?
0: You aren't
1: yeah. wearing the proper amount
0: of flair.
6: Yes, the flare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I should have thought of. It's like, so,
0: yeah, that I agree that he was a dick.
6: Yeah, definitely dick.
0: Definitely, definitely a dick. De- definitely, definitely uh, a dick, yeah, definitely. definitely.
6: I agree. <laughs>
1: good, good. So, did you find the lost email?
4: Yes, I did.
1: All right, let's hear it.
4: All right, it says, Dear Roo, Tugs, Firebreath, Koru, and Guests. Guesties. Yes. Hey, so it was a while since I've been able to write into the show. So my name is Moss. I am a green finnick fox. I've been listening to the show since the start. I've written in before. I also did an ident once. I am currently serving a mission for my church. You can guess which one. He's Catholic? That's
1: what I was wondering. <laughs>
6: Spaghetti monster. <laughs> Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> have you heard of the Flying Spaghetti Monster? Can we come in for a moment and show he, you boiling water?
4: You mm-hmm. know that and he's languages. a missionary for the Church of St. Mattress.
3: Oh,
1: I would. Li- I- please come to my house. <laughs> I would like to learn more about your religion and perhaps subscribe to its newsletter.
4: Wait, saint Hi- Saint No, no. Newsletter no.
1: or something? Although I do notice you guys worship here saint with St. Futon. We do Asian have a Asian-inspired yes. services.
6: <laughs> I, I don't know, but back when I was in high school and we wanted to skip church it was we're gonna go see pastor pillow oh that's who's the head
4: all right, continue. all right so he's serving a mission for the lds church Gosh, the lsd church yeah and i have been missing you your guys's show and don't even know if it's still going on it is yep it is i am in kansas now right is that I, in america right now it's and in i just about died when I saw roads leading to Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I seriously, um, quote, Wisconsin, Texas. Every time I see it, I wish
6: I knew. I
0: forgot all about that. Oh my God! <laughs>
6: I have no idea what's going on. He right doesn't now.
0: know how to read. It was when he was reading an email once, and he called it Wisconsin, Texas instead yes, of Wichita, I instead of Wichita did. Kansas. Oh,
4: okay. I wish I knew that the theme. <laughs> was so i could write write in about it but i just thought i'd let you know any horn wow i haven't heard that for a while and you're a missionary <laughs> good for you break that stereotype <laughs> i thought i'd ask a question about um art since art is a big thing in the fandom what is your guys favorite art style for your persona, or just in general like Chibi's, realistic, Toony, or whatever. I personally like Toony, and the, and the branches off of that. It's also, the example, I use whenever people ask me to explain furry, or more specifically my persona. Um, that is what I would be if I was a cartoon. So that's why i like my persona to be toony and somewhat or somewhat toony i don't want to take too much of your guys's time but i just wanted to thank you all for all that you do i look forward to getting back to listening to it when i get back home still not a plant moss the finnick fox
0: first of all i want to compliment you on reading that Email without really stumbling much from a very small screen on your cell phone. Well done, well done. He has an
1: iPhone six for small penises.
0: Well, yeah, but even so, I mean, yeah, that screen's that's bigger than still mine. Still pretty impressive. Oh, we'll see if that way... No, no, no. Okay, fine. You want me to take the compliment away? Fine. Fuck you. No. Jeez, I see how it is. Offend no. the, uh, the guest.
4: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Oh,
1: jeez, Rue. When are we ever going to teach you? Keo is probably going, ah. Uh,
4: what?
0: I don't know. Personally, I like Toonie. Toonie.
4: I like Toonie as well.
6: Toonie's good. It's definitely cute.
4: It's okay if you like realistic.
6: I, well, I like Toonie, but there's also a really good realistic piece that we have. So, oh, yeah. I just like that one.
1: So, here's the best question of all with regards to art. If. It was somehow made so that your character had to get drawn but look like your physical body state. Would you get as much art of your character?
6: Nope.
0: Uh actually I'd say meaning about a fourth of my art was done with my physical more state. build on how I am, which is currently fluffy.
4: If I had to be that, I would I would get three D art. <laughs> dumb up me because I, I definitely don't want to be this flat little thing that's walking around.
1: I think most furries would go
4: Ah, yeah. I'm skinny. What are you talking about?
0: No, you're like fat. You're it, a fur. You're fat. Damn it.
4: They'd be like, why is that penis flat?
0: <laughs> why not- isn't it the size of a, of a leg? Kidding. Why isn't it as, as tall as that building?
1: <laughs> so that's a great way to segue
0: off of a there, which, is, email. which is Which is a perfect thing to talk wow. about while talking about a missionary's email, right? And also we, is it just me or is the term serving a mission almost I'm like well I'm serving time at the prison right now? <laughs> yeah. I've got another year left on my sentence. I'm in,
1: on a service mission maybe would be better, but yeah. In mission, Texas. Well that always made me uncomfortable.
0: I was you like, know what? The,
4: what they call some of their places they call it a stake center. You know, steak center is like they the eat main steaks. You know, and they also call it the ward building. Okay. Sorry, the names are kind of crazy that they use. Steak- they also, uh, you know,
6: steak have firesides.
0: Think- now suddenly I'm thinking of Buffy the Vampire's Slayer.
4: Welcome
6: no. to the Steak Center. <laughs> Mr. Pointy. Oh my. Awesome.
1: All right, next button.
3: Housekeeping. No. Housekeeping.
6: It's time
1: for housekeeping.
6: Are you okay over there? Okay, no, me no. No, no. Mr. Superman, man, not hey here. Hey, guys.
4: Guess what? What? It's housekeeping time. So you <laughs> know what that means. It's time to be I serious. Don't. That means to talk about commenting on our site.
1: We got someone going through and leaving 52 billion comments, and I actually really liked it.
6: Woohoo! And
1: it, I'm looking up who they were from now. From Rive. Rive. Rive literally went and commented on every show posting
4: are you serious yes. wow. you're so amazing my you email know- exploded wow. you know what you get you get the infamous clap. famous single clap that was awesome
1: that was terrible <laughs> you did not didn't sync at all let's do it again okay one two three much better there there you, you now
0: have goes. the for what it's worth clap were they good comments? Were that they sounds
1: like a comments? disease, just, Tugs. <laughs> you have the for what it's worth clap. Yes, they were actually pretty good comments. You, I could tell at one point that he was like, man, how many episodes have they put out? 100 plus
0: now. So wow. that's a lot of comments. That is a lot were of they, comments. I, I'm just curious. I mean, were they like accurate comments about what happened yeah. in the episode so you can tell they actually listened mm-hmm.
1: to
4: them? Yeah. Damn.
0: That's yeah. impressive. That is impressive.
4: Also, brand new news. In case you didn't hear from our last episode, we are now on... I do what's
1: up with the soundboard. It's like late okay. today. Go ahead. We are available to all of you wonderful people who aren't fruits but are robots on Google Music.
4: Woo! Google Play Music.
1: So if you search for us, we're on there. And I think right now we're the only furry podcast on there and you can subscribe to us. Yes.
4: That's awesome. Well done. Well done. So can you leave comments on Google? <sighs> I don't, think, I don't so.
6: think so. No. I have a Google are Play reviews. Music account. I can't. Okay. I, I did notice that they just added podcasts recently.
1: Yeah, so you're going to be on Google Play Music this weekend. Oh, man. Oh, my. I better not listen to
6: that while I'm at work.
1: So if you're on an
6: iPhone, Android,
1: or whatever the hell else, you and you have Google Play Music, you can play us there.
4: All right. And we, guess what? For those that you didn't, didn't know, we have a For What It's Worth mailbox. Yay. Yeah, we do. So what is... Are for what it's worth, mailbox tugs, because I don't have this information ever on. Well, if
1: you go to our website, like I'm doing right now, because I don't know my own address, um, it is on there. You click contact us. This Is a mailing thing? Not email. This is snail mail. Wow. Actual mail mail. Yes. We get some. Do people use that stuff? Yes. We got cookies for them. We've
4: had packages. We've had cookies sent to us. And
1: you ate them? them? Yes. They were good. Dear Canadians, I really want some coffee crisps. Please send them immediately. Post haste.
6: (laughs) And ketchup chips.
1: Tin bits. Tin bits would be good too. I miss All right. ketchup The drinks. address is for what it's worth, seventeen sixty US twenty one hundred south, number two five three nine four, Salt Lake City, Utah, eight four one nine nine. If you didn't get that, you're on listening to a podcast. Rewind it. You've got a 10-second <laughs> back button. That's Google has one, so does Stitcher, and so does does, does Apple Podcast? Yes. It, it's not part of iTunes anymore, right? It's just podcast. It's still
4: part of iTunes and podcasts. But what
1: is it on your iPhone? Is it podcast?
4: It's podcast. It's under podcast. It's also under music, and it's also under iTunes.
1: Oh, so you've got like... So it's
4: like, you can go get it anywhere.
1: Ah.
4: (laughs) So, I want to give a great big huge thank you to my co-host here, Mr. Tugs. What did I do? And Firebreath, who gives us amazing announcements all the time. Yep. And our audio guy, who is super amazing, Koru the fox
1: he's not a fox anymore he's a cult oh yeah he's a, he's a cult oh, and a oh, cult he
4: abandoned me that's horrible uh, he got off his training wheels well, yeah. yeah i will never ever n- you know i will never ever not be a fox i'll always be a so fox, so I- before I'll always be innocent Go
1: before ahead. we have you pimp yourselves it's time for a bonus
2: i'm a bit of a classic i poop on my burger
6: I poop on my potato salad. I poop on my kids' lunches. I poop
7: on my fingers. Grandma. <laughs> I guess I poop on my husband's chest. <laughs> Gray coupon. Coupon everything. Mmm. <laughs> Your are wow. <laughs>
4: grandma <laughs> that's like the worst part because it's so
1: forced grandma it's probably like really her grandma too was like, i poop on my fingers <laughs> yeah grandma
4: <laughs> oh my all right
1: so now that everyone's laughing why don't you tell them about yourselves and how they can exchange money for goods and or services
0: uh well, hopefully if everything goes according to the plan They um, do have the books. At BLFC there is a book coming out called Rise of the Silver Moon. It was written by myself and Wow, why am I... I keep wanting to call him you. I keep wanting to say Ruchi, it's not Ruchi. <laughs> Rude doesn't know how uh, to write. He can't read. <laughs> hey. That uh, hurt.
4: I like being you know.
0: <laughs> I know I'm gonna say it wrong. Is it Kurgari? Kurgari. Okay, Kugari. good. Yay, Kugari. Um Anyways, we wrote this book. It's a fantasy novel. Uh, It's kind of a a work of of love. It took about a year for us to get it written and off to them, but it should be debuting at BLFC, so stop by the Rabbit Valley table and take a look for it. Again, Rise of the Silver Moon, we'd really appreciate you checking it out.
4: So in other words, it's my boyfriend's book.
1: Buy it! (laughs) Well, and they're also from your friendly publishers at Rabbit Valley who were last on episode 99. And so, who are awesome guys. Yes, so support your local furry economy and great guys by buying the book. The authors get 1% of all sales. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, will you poop on your book? You know, I pooped on my sandwich earlier tonight. When we were at the subway, I said, put the poop on. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not ask the brown <laughs> mustard?
1: Oh, man, I can just imagine. Honey, I'm hungry. Will you poop on my sandwich? <laughs>
4: Please, poop on my snake.
1: No, never, ever.
4: Poop on my steak. So, no, Amy, is there anything that you want to pimp
6: for yourself? I pimp?
1: Um, do you prefer Grey on? I don't
6: know. Um, I don't think so, but just going back to your whole America's Hat thing, it goes the other way. I didn't say America's Hat. You guys hat. are lower Canada, okay? So do you
1: poop on everything? <laughs> For <laughs> me know- to poop, poop on.
4: on. We got to
0: poop on those hosers.
4: Well, thank you so much for both of you coming out. No I do
0: me. I do have something to pimp for her based on what she does. Be nice to your IT people.
1: Yes. Turn it off and turn on, on my and God. then call them.
6: Yeah. I, I do uh, tech support for uh, an online university. Yeah. And um, yeah, most people are great. It's great to talk to great people who are nice and helpful and honest Yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to No, you're fine. Do that little shout out.
6: No,
4: but thank you both of you for for coming.
0: Well, thanks for having us on.
4: I appreciate it. Thank or you. actually, thanks for inviting us to your house. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um so, the next episode, Mr. Tugs.
1: The next episode is a bit of a quandary. You see, it's going to be a week late.
4: And why is that? (laughs) Because I'm
1: just not going to be available to do recording. And you kind of need me, I guess. So we will be back one week late. And we will head towards the end of the season.
4: Woohoo! But it's not the end of season
1: recap, so don't worry yet. Yes. Yes. So stay tuned for the next topic. You have to follow us on social media to find out this time. See, this is how we get you to do that. (laughs) So Twitter is at For What It's Worth. Facebook is Facebook.com slash For What It's Worth. Or at Plus for what it's worth on Google
6: Plus,
1: whatever they're calling it
6: now. Yeah. The Google
1: social thing that no one uses. <laughs> and
6: I think it's still Google Plus. Well,
1: because there's Play and Plus and
6: Well, Play is fun stuff games, music. You just offended
4: half of the. Well, no, no, no. 10% one
1: person. of
6: the <laughs> fandom.
4: Just kidding.
1: Yes. So, yeah, we'll post the topic there next week.
4: All right. Well, this has been Rue. This
1: is Tugs. This is Hobbs.
4: Amy. And this has been For Poupon, What It's Worth.
7: Coupon. Everything.
4: <laughs> no! <laughs> you can't. Goodbye.